Order allows you to remove emotion from decision-making. Well, we've been talking a lot about chaos and, you know, leading into the unknown, leading into the future inherently is chaotic. Um, And so how am I creating structure in my own mind that allows me to confidently make decisions not on emotion, um, but on wisdom to be grounded in some view of the future that now I can make wise decisions, not emotional decisions. And emotion is a, is a great thing. It, 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 what inspires us um, to design, it, what inspires us you know, to charge into the unknown. So it's not about removing emotion, but in decision-making, we need clarity of thought as to what our objectives are, what the environment is. And if we can achieve some level of clarity of thought, then we know that we are making emotional decisions. Um, out of fear, out of ego, out of uncertainty. And that, that makes, you know, worse decisions. Em- emotion in that way compromises our decision making. This sounds just like quality training for military operators. It's that when something happens, you kind of, your emotions are, are strong, but what you know you can turn to is your training. And you know you can just all right. If I, like if you know, combat lifesaver training, got it. I'm going to run through my steps. You know that's that's comforting. You latch onto the first thing in that order, and then you move your way down. And the next thing you know, you've triaged and tourniqueted uh, without, even though it emotion was initially providing chaos. You had built something for yourself that allowed you to move through it. Yeah, I think you know you're you're speaking to practice and training, building confidence to you know be instinctual now as to how you apply it. And so, if you are an innovator, if you're a disruptor, you're living in that chaotic world of the future and what is possible more than everyone else. And so you have now trained yourself that this can be done as I do it from design, you know, aspirational vision to iterative design to building, you know, partnerships and then moving into the minimal viable product in the creation stage um, and then refining and moving into a prototype. I've done that. I've trained myself that it can be done. And I've, I am sitting in confidence of, of how to do it, not prescriptively, but aspirationally. And I have to recognize that those around me are not used to that. They see chaos. And so how am I leading them confidently through it? And so as the leader, I have to make solid, non-emotional decisions. And so there may be chaos from my initial design, but I've got to, I've got to pull back. I've got to, I've got to come into my own inside of me and start to figure out where the order is, where the structure is out of that chaos. Um, so I am well equipped and it's almost, um, it's almost like seeing the chessboard move before you, before you make the first move. The in, your, your opponent, the enemy still has a vote. The environment still has a vote. You're not gonna simply 
you know, pick the next 18 steps, but having played it out in front of you, you aren't just stepping off the cliff. You know that there's a path down that cliff and everyone's counting on you and being able to articulate that there is a path and what we are looking for um, in that path is critical. I think being able to see with clarity resonates. It sounds a lot like the way meditators describe the the effect of meditation is you discipline your mind through a regular practice. Uh, but that is, it's not, it's, it's non-emotional. Uh, but when, when you achieve the ability to see things without emotion, without your ego, it's, it's just clarity. It doesn't show you magically what to do. It just allows you in a disciplined way to pull away the emotion so you can see and move forward confidently. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I, I think I described to someone the other day and uh, we were talking about prayer, actually. And, you know, what I recognize is that I live a meditative life. I'm I'm essentially meditating all day long as I make sense of things. And sometimes it's a conversation with myself and sometimes it's a conversation with God. And sometimes it's simply watching my thoughts. But it's because I'm trying to make sense. I'm learning from what's around me. And I'm making sense of the world. I'm making sense of myself. I'm sensing opportunity. And I, whether I'm trying to apply what I learned recently or whether I'm scrutinizing and learning in something I did yesterday and how I could do it better. And just living that meditative life is what allows me to start to strip away the emotion. You know, I joke with people, if we're folding clothes as a family and the first, you know, load of dry uh, laundry is plopped down in front of me, I, I'm fine. I, I, can, I can figure out where all my piles are going to go as they're folded. But if a second load comes, I'm lost because I can't see the, I can't see how I can, you know, make my piles and structure around me to make the first step. And so some of this is just hacking myself. I know that chaos leads me into indecision and uncertainty and strips me of the initiative and the drive and the, and the passion that I bring and what Marine Corps cultivated in me and what God has developed in me. And so some of this is simply hacking myself and knowing that I must make some structure and, and, and see a pathway forward so that I know that there is wisdom behind the actions that I'll, I'll now take.